0: I get to know me.
1: and welcome back to in the weeds podcast we are finally back for season two we had to maybe take a premature end to season one with the reopening of hospitality and also the start of the eat out to help out scheme which i felt like i've actually fell off a map a little bit but yeah we're back now and obviously there's a lot to reflect on lockdown is over for many of us and you know, I I for one didn't want to make this uh, podcast a lockdown project, so I want to make sure that I've we come back with some a great season, and I want to focus a lot more on food, well being, and health. As I know, people seem to really take to that, and it's something we're going to focus on a lot more. How we can incorporate that into our lives as we as we look to come out of this with a a stronger, more thriving society. So, I think as we've seen since. Lockdown like most sectors, like if all sectors through business and life, they need each other in one big ecosystem, and you know we'll all have to stick together as as previously said to to you know get through for a more positive society. So we have got to keep banging the drum for that. Uh, as Albert Einstein once said, "In the middle of difficulty lies opportunity," and we could say that the first guest, Gabriella Margiotta. Got, got through that in lockdown. So we. she was a major a success story. I, if you've seen her on Instagram called Gabriella's Kitchen, a lockdown project, which I'm sure she doesn't want it to be, same as the podcast, but she's a very talented chef anyway. I'm part of a wonderful Italian slash Scottish family. And they have a re- rich history in owning restaurants and being involved in hospitality. Um, so it's a really interesting chat and a lot of how we can incorporate Good food and eating at home and knowing what's in your cooking. I think is very close to Gabriella's heart and I I couldn't agree more with it. So sit back and uh, enjoy this one. And yeah, it's good to be back on the mic. To in the weeds podcast it's the first podcast i'm actually getting to do in somebody's venue outside my house not on zoom so i'm here with gabriella margiotta is that right
0: that's right you got it. You hit the nail on the head there smashed it <laughs>
1: um and we're gonna be talking about uh, gabby's life and hospitality and also we're talking a little bit about obviously we're just coming out of isolation and lockdown and talking mainly about Gabriella's Kitchen, which Gabby started at the start of lockdown and has become a massive success and hopefully can continue for much longer. So how are you anyway, Gabby?
0: Good, I think we're finally getting back into the swings of things, you know, our new normal, which doesn't feel that normal.
1: No, well, at the the minute of recording, it's mid-August and we were just touching on the uh, Eat Out to Help Out scheme, throwing the, uh, the week upside down.
0: I mean, we just about got to grips with, you know, being back into work and, you know, new new style of working. And then obviously there's this, there's a great scheme that the government are doing. And I think it's amazing to get people out, but it's definitely um, been a shock to the system. I've never made so much lobster ravioli in the three and a half years I've been here.
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah, Gabby's talking, we're talking about uh, Cucina Cucina, the Vincenzo. That's yeah, right, is it? that's it. it. Um, Obviously award winning Italian restaurant in Liverpool. Um which yeah, so it's kind of thrown as a. Uh, I I think I no one knows what quite what day it is at the moment.
0: No, I mean <laughs> you especially with all your sights, it's That's you bad. don't know whether you're coming or going and like you said, what day it is, <laughs> what your name is, and when's the last time you went to the toilet or had <laughs> breakfast, you know. It's been intense.
1: So obviously I know um we've known each other quite a long time. I know that you um were affected in lockdown in the sense well to explain a little bit about where you live i know you've been with a big family you had to cancel your wedding because of it yeah but obviously it's gonna have it's had its positives and negatives for you
0: definitely i mean obviously being italian we are naturally from a big family we're very loud we're very vibrant we're colorful you know all the above so we all isolated together as well including my fiance and um, nick So it was an intense time to be together, but also so incredibly rewarding. I mean, this is time that we have never ever had as a family, you know, where we can all be off together in the house and it had its challenges, it had its moments, but overall I've got to say there's not a single person that was in our house that didn't say that has just been amazing to sort of wake up and cook together and eat together and talk and, you know, play games. Just to have this family time that's so easily lost working in the industry, it takes so much of our time and our effort, and we do it because we love it. So being off has been challenging, but I'd say overall rewarding, and I've loved it. And through that, I really got the time to sort of take a step back and go into what I love doing, you know, my passion for food. And often in the kitchen, you know, you sort of go there, you work, and you love what you do, but... It's a job and you have to get through your list of prep and there's jobs to be done. Be at home in my kitchen, the heart of our house. And to be able to cook for my, the most important people in my life, I was like, I'd like to share this. And that's when Nina was like, why don't we start doing you know, a little Instagram? And the way it started was all from my sister Nina. Nina created okay. this whole thing. She's the genius behind this. <laughs> I'm just the chef. She, um, I,
1: I'm a speaking to the wrong person. There. You know what?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah she, we, we should maybe call her in, honestly. She's um, the mastermind behind it all. But it just sort of started off with doing a few videos, and it was videos on recipes that I've grown up with. I've okay. been cooking since I was eight years old, and it was sort of things like, you know, the Sugo. I mean yeah. You all know about yeah, the Sugo yeah, now.
1: Yeah. We made it, actually. What did you think? Yeah, it was, it was well, it's great. It's fact that it can be the base to so many things. We just kept it in there. Lasted about. I did it last about eight or nine days. Actually. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's the thing. The sugo yeah. is the start to any dish in an Italian household, mm. and um, I just love the fact now that everyone calls it a sugo rather than a pasta sauce. Yeah, so I'm true. I'm buzzing off that alone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good. Was this like a completely new thing then, that Nina? Or did you not have any inkling? because you've done a little bit of TV before? Yeah. Chef, is it not is it not something you kind of wanted to do? Was it just?
0: I think. From the past experience, you know, I've done a, a few cooking programs um, over the years. I've just recently been on Crazy Delicious on Channel 4. Just gone onto Netflix now in the US. <laughs> um, before that, I did My Kitchen Rules, and yeah. I also did Yes Chef. So I've always loved the sort of TV side of it just because I love to share my knowledge and my passion yeah. more than anything. So to start doing the videos... It was so exciting for me to be like able to show people at home techniques and skills and tips, little chef secrets that chefs never like to give mm-hmm. anyone, you know, things like that, just to sort of make people at home sort of see how fun cooking can be and take the fear out of it. Yeah. There's so much fear behind cooking and restrictions with recipes and you have to be this and you have to do this. Yeah. And I just wanted to take that fear out of it, especially when we're all at home in a really unsure, uncertain time. Like, let's just make cooking fun again while we've got time to enjoy it. You know what? If we put too much salt in, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. We'll add something extra to it or we'll start again. It was just time to sort of really enjoy food again.
1: I mm-hmm. was uh, speaking, at, we had Ellis uh, Barry on and he was, he, he was talking about how sometimes he feels a little bit you know, because he's not classically trained. He taught himself mm-hmm. and it's like, well, you know, sometimes I get pushed on you that, you know, you've got to be a certain way as a chef. But however, you know, he's, he's they've got a great successful restaurant and possibly a second one. Obviously the certain rest, you know, I, of course, but I think it's what's right for you. And then yourself can be quite charming. I think
0: I think definitely as well. You know what? There's no limits then. Mm-hmm. You're not, there's no right or wrong. If you, yeah. I mean, if you're at home cooking to the girls. You're not going to follow a recipe, you know. There's no one to tell you, no, Matt, you can't add this or you shouldn't really be doing that. It's so when you do it yourself, there's no restrictions, there's no limits. You can really do whatever you like.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, the setup you did in your house, <laughs> in the hallway. Yeah. Is, how um, how long has that taken you to do one thing?
0: So no, it was in the ki- It was in the kitchen. Oh, was. It? So, but because so it's
1: Gabrielle's hallway
0: well this is the, <laughs> this has been the ongoing thing that we've we've actually put signs in the background okay um, you know stating this is not my hallway this is a kitchen right, um, okay. it's a basement okay. kitchen uh right but obviously the background in hindsight if i was to go back i would have maybe moved the camera so it was behind the stove rather than the staircase okay oh, so <laughs>
1: actually down you're not actually in no, your
0: hallway d- oh no, Matt. <laughs>
1: You know, so the door, your, your front door's not behind you.
0: <laughs> uh, I didn't even think, okay, so this clearly is an ongoing issue, yeah. No, yeah. my kitchen's in the basement.
1: Get yeah, yeah. No, now I know because you've got a kitchen bit on the side as so well. When I seen? go to
0: the oven, it's because I'm going to the <laughs> oven in my kitchen. So what's behind? It's the staircase up. No,
1: I know there's stuff behind the
0: other way. Oh, so there's a back door to the yard. Ah. To the left is an oven and a kitchen as you have. In, oh, well, there you go. And there's a fridge to the right. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit taken aback that even Matt actually thought
1: that I cooked in my hallway, so... Um... I thought, like, you'd go left, and that was into your kitchen. It looks like the like an entrance hallway. It's quite grand.
0: What did you think I, when I was going to the fridge and things? I was running into the kitchen in the oven. Have you watched the Gabriella's Kitchen video?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, when you cook... When you think, yeah, I don't know, actually. No, Matt's yeah. going
0: to go home now and watch a few no, videos. No, no, to... I,
1: no, you're right. I don't know. I thought maybe you'd set that up, but why would you do that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You see how... you.
0: I'm glad we've cleared this up for anyone listening that um, was unsure about where I was cooking.
1: Uh, okay, so it's already set up then down there like that? Yeah, okay. that's why
0: it's Gabriella's kitchen, <laughs> not Gabriella's hallway.
1: Okay, so but even so, how long we how long we taken <laughs> in a day to do it? So,
0: it... Um, during lockdown, the start of the lockdown, when we were doing the videos, you know, we were still quite new to it, so it'd be a little glass of wine, a little yeah. glass of prosecco, and then towards the end of the lockdown we, we got it down to a tea, getting down to um two videos a day. So it was a way of working it as well. If I was doing a bacon video, I'd show the start of the video, and um, then we'd put the cake in the oven. I'd run upstairs, do an outfit change, come down, start another recipe, mm-hmm. do that, film that, then run back upstairs, put the first outfit back on to take the cake out of the oven and finish that video. Right. So it was it was a juggling act, but I think I mean, honestly, without Nina, Gabriella's kitchen would not have been a thing. Nina's been the absolute driving force behind it. She's been absolutely incredible.
1: Yeah. Amazing. I know we were talk I know a lot of people talking about it and doing the recipes at home. I think that kind of like that kind of been like quite a saviour for the thing. I think like you said before before we started, the people are kinda of, Going back to eating at home and yeah. wanting to cook from scratch. I know. I think that was at the forefront of that. We tried a few bits as well. I wanted to be
0: Did you do the Milanese? Oh, yeah, the
1: milanesi, yeah. yeah everyone did that. Yeah, great. That.
0: I think it was um for the first time ever. You were told to stay at home for without any guilt, you know, it wasn't holidays. Yeah. It was you had no choice but to be at home, so the working mums, the working dads were having this time at home with the families that they've missed out on or they haven't been able to have for whatever reasons.
1: Yeah.
0: And for me, the most rewarding thing that's happened throughout this is the messages that I've had, you know, they've just filled my heart to the point where I've got emotional from some of them just to hear families say for the first time, we sat down at the table rather than the couch and we cooked and my son did the pasta and my daughter breaded the chicken and to read messages that I've got a family to come together, cook and eat together just for me is, it's why I do it. It's, this is not a job for me. This is my life. It's my passion. And it has been from a young age. So I'm just feel so blessed and thankful that I'm finally able to really sort of start sharing this with people and to see that people have realized that it isn't scary. And it, you know what as well, it's, so much easier than you think to cook at home. It's cheaper. Yeah, you know what you're putting in your body. I mean, how many times have we been, we've all been guilty of it, you know, we'll just get a dine-in-for-two meal because it's quick, it's easy. Yeah, yeah. And it's filled with all sorts of preservatives, Lots salt of sugar, levels, salt. sugars. Yeah. So for the first time ever, we know what we're putting in our bodies from morning to night, and yeah. you can see we're using good quality ingredients. and.
1: Which should actually be cheaper than... Doing what you just said as yeah. well.
0: Yeah, we've just been putting goodness into our bodies, which is incredible for the mind. It's great for the heart. It's just there's nothing bad. Nothing bad will come from cooking food from scratch. And there's nothing at all,
1: no. apart from the mess. The people. mess. you've got to make sure you're it. cooking your meat through as well. I
0: mean, make sure the Milanese has been cooked for two to three minutes each side. That's my disclaimer.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Obviously, now lockdown's over.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where do you see that going? You don't. I, I take it, you don't want it to be a lockdown project, do you?
0: Definitely not. I mean, so obviously I, my work weeks is intense. I mean, you know yourself, this industry is an intense schedule. So
1: you're head chef here as well,
0: aren't you? I'm Sue here. Got Steph, got Yeah, I'm Sue. Well, we kind to do it together. Yeah. So I'm off normally Sunday, Monday. So Monday I try and get two videos done and we try and drip feed them through the week. And obviously obviously on the Sunday, every fortnight, I still do my Echo live for the Liverpool Echo. Oh, cool, yeah. So on a Sunday, I've been doing that throughout lockdown as well, which has just been amazing. And to see the same faces come on every week, to see what I'm doing new. So I'm going to try and keep that going. And as I said, try and keep on getting two videos out as much as I can. I mean, I don't want it to be a lockdown thing, like you said. I want to...
1: No, it doesn't have to be, does it? Keep it going. Definitely got a big following already.
0: Yeah. I mean, it
1: grew very quickly as well.
0: Crazy. I mean, I wasn't really even onto it. Nina was like, Have you seen what we're on now? And <laughs> like, I'm not really so sure on exactly how Instagram works. Yeah. So she, she sat me down and gave me a school and it was like, this is yeah, yeah. what's happening. So it's been overwhelming. I didn't, I never expected it to grow like that. But I mean, it's not a magic potion. I'm not doing something new. I've not reinvented the wheel. I'm just sharing passion of mine with people at home and making cooking something easy and relatable it's there's nothing there's no rocket science behind it yeah but you've got to do it I mean, yeah it's,
1: it's it's very you know you've got a really good way about it. you're on the camera as well what's your favorite thing to I know you mentioned the sugo but what's your favorite do you have a favorite dish or a favorite style
0: I think for me style wise it's always going to be something that's going to feed the family I mean nick will laugh at me nick's so refined when he's cooking you know the carrots have been peeled and shaved with an inch of the life and the broccoli's been yeah. polished and buffed for me i'm like here's a head of broccoli and we're going to use the stalks we're going to use the leaves we're going to use every part of it um i just like food that can feed a family and you know make bring smiles to people's faces it's i wouldn't say i've got a specific style normally is italian but i'll go into different cuisines you know i'll do yeah. thai i'll do indian i do love to you know mix it up but just something that i can feed my family and know that everyone's going to bed full
1: I th- <laughs> I, yeah i think the italian way of eating like family style like mm-hmm. that when you do make like, i've seen you making the pastas
0: in the big pan, in the, big the, pan. Pade- the padella
1: yeah i mean that I, that's a great way of eating yeah to bring everyone together i love that
0: i mean i saw you did the the paella last year as yeah, well yeah,
1: in the house yeah.
0: It's you add people around it and it's yeah. it's not my plate, it's our plate.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: we're eating together.
1: I like that. YouTube is the is probably the primary source for it, is it? Not-
0: well, it's just the thing, it's 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 funny because we every video that goes onto my Instagram then goes onto my YouTube. But I'm finding that I get more views from the Instagram than I do YouTube okay. because it's easier for people to click onto Instagram see the video and go back to their homepage and have a scroll. Yeah. Whereas to go onto a separate app, I'm finding my Instagram audience is bigger than my YouTube, but I would like to really build my YouTube following more.
1: It's more of a long-term goal. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of talk like over the last few months on like equality Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and kind of, you know, obviously there's a a lot wrong in the world at the moment. The world's pretty much upside down, but what, as you as a woman in hospitality, have you ever found that? I know you've got quite a big support network around you, but have you ever found discrimination and do you think it's still there?
0: How do you feel about that? I think obviously I've been doing this since I, was, since I left school. So since I was 16, 17, I went through catering college and then you know, started my jobs in different kitchens and I've worked all around, including I've worked abroad a little bit as well. And I think as a young, impressionable girl, it was probably much more difficult because I was still kind of finding my style, finding my way. And I think as any young person, if if I was a male or female, it's it's a difficult age of sort of finding your own identity. So I'd say I probably struggled a bit more when I was younger, but now for me, I feel the quality is, you know, it's confidence in yourself. So if I can go into the kitchen confident and I know what I'm capable of and I know my strength, then I'll be fine. And I think everyone can be equal if they all know what they're capable of. And I think it's all about having, you've got to start with yourself. You've got to respect yourself and know what you're capable of achieving. And I think as soon as you start to doubt yourself or you don't believe in yourself, that's when you'll start to sort of slip through and you might not feel that you're equal because you need to believe in yourself. That's where it all has to start.
1: Mm -hmm. I
0: think as well, like, you know, touching on the female thing, as I'm older, I've not let it become a thing for me because I've been like this. There should be no disadvantage for me as a female. Why should I not go for the same position? And I think as long as you believe in yourself, then you, you're going to be fine. Mm. just going to have confidence, I think.
1: Yeah. I think I, I did, a lady called, well, Natalie, Natalia Ribe on it and she does the ladies at restaurants. And obviously for her, she started that due to sort of well i don't know it's just for that but she had a lot of discrimination in roles very kind of like sort of gaslighting and stuff like that um so i don't know it's it's a difficult one but i don't know whether that worked a lot in america as well yeah um it shouldn't be like that obviously
0: i think as a female as well we've got to whip the males into shape a little (laughs) bit you know I, i won't i won't take it i'll go into the kitchen and make sure that
1: yeah
0: we are all treated equal and that I'll respect you and you'll respect me because otherwise how are we going to get through a 13 shift, a 13, 13 hour, hour shift, shift in a small kitchen? If I don't respect you, and you don't respect me. You've got to be on the same page. That's true. So if I'm, I mean, I'm a chef, but if we're busy and I need a pan, I'll be in the sink and I will wash my pan, yeah. you know, just mucking. you know, no one should be higher than anyone else. You know, the KP will sit down with me at lunchtime and we'll eat together We'll finish together we'll start our shift together and we'll end it together we are all equal in our kitchen yeah especially here you know we're small it's a family-run business there is no time for egos here
1: no. i think what what you do is what you eat a lot together as well don't you and yeah, yeah i remember when i was young and i went i worked in spain that's when i first kind of got into and i worked like this catalan restaurant for and like one of the things like they have the mediterranean style of like they finish your shift and it's a big family, like the will yeah. just knock up thing. But you feel so part of it and it feels like, you know, everyone's won then. You exactly. know what I mean? Rather than this hierarchy or ladder that potentially, you know, because the UK's definitely behind in that sense. I'd see it a lot more that it's people are trying to change that. Mm-hmm. But definitely from like maybe the last twenty years.
0: I think as well, I mean for us it's every day, I mean apart from maybe the month of August with the you know, yeah. <laughs> with the soft round but <laughs> We sit down on the big round, if you've ever been to Vincenzo's, you know, the big round table. We sit down, the waiters, the managers, the owners, the chefs, the KP's, the cleaners, we'll all sit down together around about four o'clock and we will all have a plate of pasta, a big bowl of bread, and we'll sit and we'll talk, we'll tear bread, and that'll be our lunch break. And it's not, there isn't a clock going, it isn't, you know, you've got a 20 minute break, break, get back up, and after that, we'll sit, we'll all have an espresso together, And then we get up, and it's that one time of the day that, like you've just said, we're all one. We are all equal, and we're enjoying this time just to sort of sit and reflect. Like, you know, how's the first part of the day gone? How's the next service going to go? And it's one of – it happened by accident because it's just something we do at home. You know, we sit together – and it just happens so naturally, but it's something that everyone in Vincenzos looks forward to. And half the time, the customers go, "What are they having? Why is that not on the menu?"
1: Yeah, but that's good that it's, it's seen as a positive thing. Yeah, we're mean. not we're not, not really, hidden. What are they doing yeah. there? <laughs> yeah, but, but maybe in the past, that depending where you are, people have that attitude where it should be part. Well, that's part of the culture of yeah when you come in here, and then maybe you know. But that's probably you, you know you've got that familiarity with people, yeah, which makes it so successful in here. I think.
0: I mean, I'm sure to some people, they'd be like, I've just ordered my bruschetta <laughs> and classica. Why is my chef sat down <laughs> eating a bowl of pasta? But um, there's always a few chefs that are up and down back and to no, get it done. Course. But it's um it's, it's the favorite part of the day for all of us, you know.
1: Yeah. We but love it. Goes it goes back to what you're saying, doesn't it? That if you're cooking for people, that eating with someone, you know, and sharing experience from food, is, it's very primitive, but it is it definitely still has, it's this psychological connection. Yeah. For sure. Because it's so important. Do you know what I mean? You're actually feeding someone.
0: And yeah. together, you're eating at the same yeah, time. Yeah. You know, you're watching someone eat. It's magical, romantic. Yeah. It's everything in between. It's just, like you said, something so primitive, so basic. Yeah. But you don't realise the impact it can have. And that is for staff eating together. That's for families eating together. Mm. It's for couples eating together without the mobile phones. Just yeah, to. Yeah. Be engaged with the person across from you having a meal. It's just, there's nothing else like it.
1: Yeah, I think uh, your phone's a big one, isn't it? You shouldn't, leave, shouldn't have your phone at the dinner table, I don't think. Oh, Especially.
0: that's a heavy one. That's,
1: yeah.
0: I mean, we've all been, we're in such no, a depend, rat race.
1: De- depending on what it is, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But a family meal and stuff, it's nice to yeah. leave. Our, our girls have been like, one of them loves family, time. actually like, can we have family dinner tonight oh. so <laughs> it's like yesterday Steph cooked something everyone sat down at half five but it's like then she didn't eat it
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you're like why am I eating my dinner at half five yeah, yeah, yeah I am
1: but no that's I think that's a great culture to have and then that's like you say though that's how people learn about eating and food rather than picking a packet up out of somewhere it's not the same thing at all is it there's you know, no journey in it there's no journey yeah and that that is the key so you must have you must have had loads of people message that i mean quite must have been quite emotional that think when you when you make you know doing your videos and yeah. messages because suppose your emotional time as well when it was happening i just that's really satisfying
0: i didn't think i was going to have such an impact and i think because it's something that's incredibly close to my heart this isn't something i've done to like you know mm. oh i'm going to start an instagram page you know get some likes i started it because it's something that's like crazy close to my heart so to sort of see people i mean even now people come in the restaurant and go oh you know we've been watching you. we made this we made that Uh, and i'm like just to hear people and the pictures they sent of making my recipes it's just it's been like so heartwarming and i love the fact as well people have just gone rogue on the recipes and that's what i love as well they've been like you know what we did that but we used this pasta instead and Uh, like that's what it's all about and in every recipe I might say you know I'm using an onion today but you can use a leek you can use celery they're all from the same family just educating people I threw a couple of knife skills in on some of the yeah. videos yeah, yeah. I think people really enjoyed that as well I,
1: I think that's people need to know that yeah You, to, you know it's, being not being able to cut properly is, is a big problem
0: and coming down to your tools like you know you've got to it's have it's good, good yeah. utensils good, good and good knives You know, you want to shop and you don't worry about not having a steel or a a Japanese stove. Just get them little cheap machines that do it for you. Just sort of stripping it right back to the basics. And let's talk about our kitchens, what we've got. You haven't got a mixing bowl to make a cake. Use a pan, use a saucepan. It's the exact same shape. You know, things like that.
1: Yeah, true. It's getting, like you say, it's getting out of the uh, the worry of the conformity of, you know, having to be a certain way. It doesn't have to be anything. As long as it, you know, ultimately, when you're making food or anything like restaurant, it's, you're giving food to someone to live, it's got to taste good. Yeah. The environment's got to be right. Then, you know, there's no wrong or right. It's just whatever. You're, always, you're never going to eat split opinion. You're always going to split opinion, aren't
0: you? You'll do that in anything, anything in life, won't you? Yeah, exactly. I always just say, keep a little spoon by, and, you know, in all the videos, as we're going along, we're going to taste, taste it. Yeah. Let's taste, taste, taste through every stage and layer of the recipe. Like you said, you, you know... You'll never please everyone.
1: No. Let's talk a little bit about you well, your family but yourself. So you've obviously been born into like Crazy. A, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> your dad and things like that have obviously been in that hospitality game for a mm-hmm. long time. And even like, you know, your extended family have restaurants and yeah. everything. and obviously so maybe tell the audience a little bit about that. I and mean, you kinda of like your Scottish roots as well as Italian.
0: So it's just been it's since I've been born. So my dad obviously grew up in Edinburgh. Um, his mum, so that was my nonna, she had an ice cream parlour called the Melba, so that was famous. And then my nonna, which is my granddad, my dad's dad, yeah. had the Edinburgh Fudge Factory, right. which is um, still famous to this day. You can still go down there, it's still run by the family. He was also did a little bit of TV cooking, so we've got loads of black and white footage and photos of him it's like we've actually got this old menu of his restaurant upstairs uh-huh. um he was actually also the lowest score in history for masterminds really? the program yeah he was an absolute character Wow. he also opened an indian restaurant because he loved curry so much really yeah um my nonna was the most incredible character i've never got to have the chance to meet him but from what i've heard and where is
1: he from in italy, in italy? Um,
0: from the same region our whole family's from. So it's a really small town called Piginisco. So it's right in between Rome and Naples. Yep. Super, super small. Top of the village. Not many people. Lots of goats and sheep. Amazing, amazing part <laughs> um, of world. But... Incredible. So then obviously my dad grew up with both parents being in the industry. And then he came to Liverpool with my mum. And they opened their first place Pacino's on Matthew Street. Do you ever remember that? I don't remember. Next no. to the Beatles Museum. So we did that, and then my family came with my auntie Rosaria, who's got the Italian club, the Italian club fish, and the bakery. And then my dad was involved in Il Forno and Sapporo. Mm-hmm. And now we've, obviously, we opened Vincenzo's. We're with you guys down mm-hmm. at Duke Lock, Street yeah. Market as well. So I don't really think I had any other no. <laughs> path that I was ever going to go in um, yeah. apart from food, but I wouldn't choose anything. There's nothing else. You really are... yeah. You either you are or you're not and i don't think it's an industry that you you can dip your toes into you, you've got to have passion for this industry mm. you've got to really sort of believe in the culture of it and everything about it and if you don't
1: you no, won't you won't yeah.
0: survive in it it's, it's
1: yeah it's pretty brutal some of it <laughs> but the then it is it's quite very rewarding in a sense of i think it does have to be a lifestyle
0: choice. yes that's the one looking that's exactly yeah, you're I right think,
1: yeah, i think yeah i agree um, because you know (laughs) otherwise all the weeds and all the the issues and you know
0: how many times have you gone home at night and just been like why have I I done that why why (laughs) then the next day you're like this is the best job ever I know the highs and lows of this industry is intense but like you said it's our lifestyle and yeah the reason why we've done it for so long is because we love it
1: yeah and you all you all live together still don't you
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) I mean me and Nick were. We're almost in our house. Um, But my sister lives at home. Her partner was with us during isolation. My partner was. My brother is still at home. His partner was with us for isolation. So there was eight of us in the house. I remember when we did the come down with me on the Instagram. Oh, yeah. Somebody said, have you seen that uh, Marjota family? How many (laughs) people they've had round?" And someone went, no, they just all live together. That's actually just the family. So uh, there's... Eight of us in the house, and a dog, and a couple of fish.
1: Did, that, did you get any alone time at all?
0: No, but <laughs> to be honest... Walks. Yeah, even when... if I can't tell you the last time I've been in the house on my own. Wow. In years, there's always someone there, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Oh,
1: yeah, that's it. That's to get into culture thing, I isn't just,
0: it? I want to hear that noise. I want to hear the shouting, who's turned the cold tap on? I'm having a shower. You know, I want to... I love to yeah. live in the madness of an Italian family. That's
1: definitely Italian blood, in you, that?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
1: think... like, five people to open a door. Yeah,
0: <laughs> literally, you know. It's the same when we go out for a meal. Nick goes, you've ordered too much. And I'll go, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. And the worst thing we have is when we go out as a family and the waiters go, I think, um you have probably ordered too many things. And we're like whatever his name is, like, you know, Ryan, 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 <laughs> listen, son, don't you worry, we'll be fine. And at the end, they're like, oh my gosh, that's you know, it. you did it. Yeah. There's so many things come with an Italian family.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot of people in, in Italy, you can, a lot of people are eating pastas for starters, aren't they?
0: Pre-me, Pre-me, that's yeah. that's
1: yeah.
0: that's the way they do it. But another thing they do in Italy that we don't have here is there's no... You don't book a table and you're told to vacate in an hour and a half, which, you know, we we're the worst. For it yet. But, you know, in Italy, you go and lunch. lunches are... It's the same in Spain, though, yeah, as well. You'll know lunch, that yourself.
1: Lunch is the main... Uh, yeah, of
0: the day. and you'll sit and you'll take a break, you know. We all run around here with heartburn and indigestion because we've had an hour and a half at a table and yeah. we've had to run to an appointment, so that's, that's a culture thing that I think even the speed of our lifestyles i don't think we could get away with doing two hour lunches i'd like to think we could but
1: in in the uk in the uk no, no yeah no chance like, it just wouldn't it's happen just would it not set up right no it really is even like when we, we tried to open like restaurants later on as you know and then it just doesn't work no i'll get a late late night cooking yeah. and no people it's are like, too busy already drinking. yeah then.
0: it's like you know, should we go for a nice little plate <laughs> of cheese if you're on holiday now a <laughs> yeah, little it's... plate of cheese and a wine can you imagine getting yeah, someone yeah. here and for a plate of cheese at half one in the morning
1: no The no. crackers
0: everywhere <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, what we spoke a little bit about mental health but i'm mm-hmm. um, really you asking about the podcast it kind of i said it did go in a little bit of a bit more of a mental health angle yeah. i don't know if that was obviously to do with i think it's been very prominent in people's lives and stuff at the minute and you mentioned before about food you're obviously very passionate about that i should be how it can affect people's moods and things like that and so what how do you feel what do you feel people should be doing to improve that or how can they do that by cooking at home
0: i mean i think you know we spoke about it before you know cooking from scratch and nothing bad will come out of it and the lot of processed foods there is so much junk in it that isn't good for us i mean you know yourself if you sit and have a little bit of a junk day you know you'll eat chocolate and crisps yeah. you'll get a takeaway you know something filled with MSG or fast food, how do you physically feel afterwards? How do you mentally feel? You feel groggy, you feel heavy.
1: Yeah. And
0: you know, in essence, I don't wanna to be too dramatic, but we're, we're poisoning our bodies by doing that. So if you know you're gonna make dinner and you're gonna put in it some you know, fresh veg, there's nothing processed going into it. The only thing you're doing is putting goodness back into your body and mm-hmm. that's gonna feed the mind. You know, there's all these crazy brain foods that are good for us. Let's fill ourselves with vitamin C, you know, antioxidants, kale it has got our green fibrous, vegum, let's get fruit. They don't say eat five a day for a laugh. They say it for a reason. And I think during lockdown, it's been such a challenging time for us all. It's been so unsure. And we've all been, it's been a scary time for everyone. So I think if we can find comfort and knowing that we're doing the best that we can by you know cooking from scratch you know what what's going in and we know what we're giving our bodies let's just try and keep the mind healthy as well as the body mentally to when you see that you've chopped all those amazing vegetables and you've cooked something for three hours you're going to sit down and eat that and mentally be like i feel great i know that i've put so much love and care and time that's good for the mind rather than Taking the sleeve off it, piercing it a few times with a fork, and microwaving it. Yeah. What, what's that doing for you?
1: No, it's, it, it affects your mood a lot more than people say. Yeah, and without my, a doubt. Steph, my partner, MSG. She can't. She gets like palpitations off It takes like, like really, really. So she has like a big takeaway. I'm like, what are you doing? It's going to happen again. Yeah. And then she's just like, oh, and then just. It's, it's not it's, good. No, it's in there. As a, as a bad rep, that anyway, doesn't it? But, yeah. Um. I, I, I know when I've had it as well and I feel
0: I mean I don't want to have to be like no. I'm literally like spitting feathers <laughs> trying to find like a pint yeah. of water anywhere you yeah, know? I know and we, we listen I'm not saying I'm a saint I'll have a burger and chips I'll get my you know one in
1: moderation though isn't it yeah
0: but what I'm saying is is you know yourself how you feel after you've done it you know so I think just feed the mind feed the body feed the soul you know feed it all
1: yeah and do you th- how do you feel people can go about that I know, like, like you're talking about growing food as well. It's definitely, it's very, very uh, rewarding.
0: I mean, that's incredible. I mean, I know you've got an absolute epic patch going <laughs> on in your back.
1: Not anymore after the car I mean, incident. You're
0: mentioning he's getting nets in, he's getting <laughs> cages and nets. He's taking it very seriously. I mean, this has been a great opportunity. I mean, so many people have been, mm. you know, growing things at home. And my advice to people is, is let's just start cooking again. Let's mm. just buy everything from scratch. And cooking doesn't have to be time consuming, you know, you might think, I haven't got time, we've all got 20 minutes in a day. Yeah. And we can make meals in that time. Let's just buy everything fresh. I mean, even your veg so that can be frozen because it's frozen from fresh. Yeah. Let's avoid anything on the ingredient list that's got more than six ingredients. Yeah. That's kind of my rule of thumb. Yeah, it's got more point. than six ingredients, you know. It's been a long way from the ground.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we do I, do need accessibility for that, though, I think, as well. So, sort of where people can actually go and get them. It's yeah. getting better, but I think, you know, shouldn't have to be getting your fruit and veg in packets. It's like, no, that's not right.
0: So. I always like to try and hit, you know, the Lodge Lane fruit and yeah, veg yeah. market. Or the L7 and doing that. L7, amazing yeah. for their bread. Obviously, Mattass, we love yeah. the boys down there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think everyone in Liverpool's got respect for those boys and yeah. for the whole family. You know, let's not pop by, I mean, do you really want to buy four apples that are vac packed or like sealed in a yeah. bag and polystyrene, then plastic with a sticker on my, I don't want a sticker on my apple.
1: Mm.
0: It's no, just, know, you're just wasting my time. I want to eat my apple. I don't want to, it to be covered in stuff. And there might be the argument, it's more expensive. If you're hitting these local markets that we've just spoke about, L7 is, yeah, isn't it? Lodge Lodge lame. There's one just at the end in LA, right by, by yeah. me. It's not expensive, it's cheaper. You're going to buy a packet of coriander from a supermarket, you're going to pay £1 for it.
1: True.
0: I'll buy a bunch of coriander
1: yeah.
0: and it'll cost me 75 pence. What yeah. will I do? I'll freeze half of it, I'll chop it, freeze it in an ice cube tray. Yeah. I've got little ice cubes ready to pop out of coriander, throw it into a soup, throw it into a curry,
1: yeah.
0: do it with all your herbs, you know.
1: And the freeze is your friend as well, isn't it? Without a doubt, yeah. For yeah. sure. Keeping stuff like
0: that. So it is. Let's not make excuses. That it is there for us. And you know what? I'm. I know myself. It's convenient. If I go to a supermarket, I can get everything in one place. Unfortunately, you have to shop around a bit. So you might have to go here for your veg, and you might have to go there for this. But if at the end of the day, I know what I'm going to be buying at the end, there's better value for money. Yeah. It's going to be better quality and it's good for me and my family then i'd rather maybe stop off at two more shops rather than one plus you have to queue in the supermarkets. yeah you do i'm done with that
1: yeah true i think you know, that's like where our culture is behind again though where or it might have had it but like it's been so overrun by brands and big corporations yeah. that people are then so you know, like you say it's so easy to go to a, a huge supermarket and it's all there but really sh- to just take that extra time yeah. to do it because you're gonna, especially now, you're gonna be spending money in someone's business that needs it.
0: Well, that's a huge thing, Matt. You know, how many people are offering local shop local? I mean, lids delivery.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, they're doing
0: loads of stuff for like you know local businesses. It's so important now that we all sort of support each other. But by supporting a local business, you're only doing good for yourself as well. So yeah
1: absolutely we had a little farm shop open by ours and she was so busy through the lockdown and i was just like i hope people when it's over yeah just because she you know just she should stick with stick with that you, you know you buy all your veg and it's like you can just pick it up put it in the basket with no you know as it should be and it's all fresh and
0: but hopefully saying that as well hopefully this has been an opportunity for these people to realize my gosh this woman's carrots are the best carrots I've ever had compared yeah. to the ones I buy in this supermarket that supermarket yeah so hopefully we've all had the opportunity to realize buying fresh is better mm. did you watch the program on the um on the veg and it was saying the apples you buy on the shelf have been there for 18 months mm. that they put them into a state of sleep they actually yeah put them in these cold rooms in these cold fridges and the apples are actually put into a state of sleep and they stay there for months so you're eating an apple that's been there for over a year and then in your fruit bowl. Sometimes I look at an apple and I think, I should really eat that. And I'm like, yeah. two weeks, I should really eat that. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I should really eat that apple. And but I'm like, the apple's not ready to be eaten, it's fine. Yeah. Whereas if you were to pick an apple from your garden, it's gonna to start to get gnarly and bruised. Eat
1: it, eat it quickly. Yeah. yeah. But
0: I'm a bit like, I've seen what happens to a natural apple from a tree. Why is it not happening to my one off the shelf?
1: it's concerning yeah isn't it that's
0: another headache to talk about on another um, podcast <laughs> I'm whole, sure whole yeah. one. I'll leave that one for a you Matt you can do that on your own
1: so obviously you've got you know it's quite a lot change for you in the, in the sense of you know something really positive come out of it for you Yeah. what, what do you want to you're obviously juggling quite a lot of stuff at the minute
0: <laughs> what um, i going to end up with hair like my dad none <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you want to do with it what do you want to where do you where's your future plans
0: um obviously now i'm here in the restaurant and that is my main priority it's a family business it's it's you know what's most important but going forward with gabriella's kitchen i'd love to maybe set up some cookery school or offer some cookery lessons you know really get a chance to start to cook with these people that i've made friends with virtually on instagram you know Mm. i'd love to be able to sort of sit with these people and show them how we knead the dough and how we make bread. Um, Also, I think as well, to try and sort of incorporate something for, you know, these stay-at-home dads, these stay-at-home mums that, you know, obviously if they're choosing to stay at home while the partners are working, to give them some sort of skills and techniques that they can do at home that isn't going to take up a huge chunk of the day, because I know how busy mums and dads are with babies at home. Yeah. Can we, like... I'd love to be able to teach them some really basic recipes that they can feed their family on without spending hours at the stove and they can still have time with the kids. Focus more on teaching, that's what I'd like to go into. I mean, I think yeah, I thought we have to go to school for this, which I'm way past. But you know, even like the, the colleges teaching the the younger kids of our generation about food and it can be a little bit dated the college way. Like I don't yeah. I loved it, but it is it's a little bit back, I think to maybe sort of basically teach.
1: But you could do that. You could do that via YouTube, couldn't you? Yeah,
0: really? definitely.
1: Because, I mean, I don't know, anyone maybe younger, in their young, well, 20s or teens, yeah. they would probably look at YouTube as the prime source of learning. But maybe. it's so
0: accessible, isn't it? You can pause it, rewind it, fast-forward it. It's, yeah. I mean, I I spend hours learning.
1: Can you do live streams on YouTube?
0: You have to ask Nina. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely probably something to look into that's the kind of the direction i'd like to go you know teaching
1: yeah we've obviously got a very wide base because you're a very good pastry chef as well mm-hmm. do, you, what, do you prefer a certain style now
0: love it all absolutely adore it all i mean i'm not good with repetitive things so like when i did the pasta video you'll notice i did 13 different shapes <sighs> Cause the thought of showing how to teach you just to make one shape over and over again yeah so i was like let's just do a million different ones but love savory love sweet I love, i love it all really Good. hate washing salad
1: hate washing salad yes yeah,
0: spinning salad it's like my worst job that's like the only thing i dislike in the kitchen
1: where do you like to unwind and eat or what do you You know so it's, it's not italian you know what i mean where do you like to go or
0: we really struggle as a family where to eat you know not because it's to please everyone in the family there's so many of us but um to be honest Sunday night we obviously close early don't we Monday we're off so Sunday night will consist of normally the padella which is our hugely oversized outdoor pasta pan and it'll be a plate of pasta and that's it we're not fussed for you know fancy food or we like to sit at home with a Two bottles of wine, plate of pasta, bit of bread, and just talk about the week. That's probably where we're most happy is eating in the house. And um, if we do eat out, where do we like to go? We love an Indian. Yeah. The Mayor. Um, not the yeah. Mayor, sorry. Um <laughs> they're back. great though as well. and um, Barton Rouge. Right, yeah. And then that's it really, we don't really eat out.
1: And what about when you go abroad? So, where, where's your first? Where's the first on your list?
0: To be honest, you probably think we're all a bit old to still be going on a family <laughs> holiday, but we all still do it. Yeah. So last year we did um, Greece, but we're all the same. You know, we'll pay for these all-inclusive holidays, but by day two, we're rummaging through the side streets to try and find a little like taverna, you yeah. know, something that's fallen to bits with the the dodgy checkered tablecloths that are plastic and they smell of bleach. We're like, that's where we want to eat, and that's where you find the best meals. So. That's true. Yeah, that is true. it is, isn't it?
1: So we've been asking people in if they've got like an actual in the weeds moment in right. hospitality. That is kind of like some of them being pretty funny, but I've usually pre-prepped them so they know we got it prepared.
0: I literally know one straight away.
1: OK, go on, let's share it.
0: In the weeds. So Saturday night in Vincenzo's, we're busy. <laughs> it's summer. It's hot. Everyone's having you know, a great experience. The kitchen are, like, literally yeah. burning up. It's so hot. It's so hot that even the extraction's just been like, nah, I'm done. And it's right. cut out. So anyone that doesn't know about extraction, when <laughs> that cuts out, that means your gas goes off. That yeah. means um, So that means the fryers were off, the stove was off, the grill was off, the pasta boiler was off. Everything just stopped. So while this is all stopping, there's just heat rising in the kitchen and then we had to literally go outside and say I was like dad you need to come to the kitchen like there's been an issue he's like what's going on like the ki- everything's just gone it's gone so people still talk about it to this day we were literally throwing out antipastos to every table yeah. um, using the heat that was still from the oven that was off putting lasagnas in so tables were having random plates of lasagna plates of antipasto, all these salamis, (laughs) and we were just like, this is a disaster. Everyone left and went, that was the best meal we've ever had. And I was like, you couldn't write it, you couldn't write it. That was probably our in the weeds moment. moment. One of probably a few more that I can't think of.
1: That's what I'd say. Those sometimes things have to get worse before they get better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something good can come out of something. Without a doubt.
0: As humans, the fact we've all survived this lockdown um, obviously we can't take away from the fact it's been horrendous, you know, thousands have lost their lives, but I think we've all found a new appreciation for so many different things, you know, for our families and yeah. um, we value our health more. We value our time. We've had time to explore new hobbies, new interests. So for me, it's just about, you know, cherish this time we've had off and going forward. You know, make that time to sit at the dinner table with your family, you know, on your day off, make a meal from scratch, buy local, support local businesses, keep healthy, keep happy and just be kind and look after everyone.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a good message. That's it. And so, yeah, and I mean, good luck with it. Obviously, you're going to get... you're going to get married next year as well, aren't you? If you'll keep me till then. If you'll keep me you till then. So if anyone listening, next, next, a long-term business partner of <laughs> mine as well. But actually, you met him when you used to work.
0: I used to work for you guys. Yeah, That's yeah. where we but all did, met. Did I hire you or not? You
1: did. So am I not responsible you, for the whole thing?
0: Mr. Love Doctor Matt Farrell <laughs> is responsible for our that life. Before. He was. I okay. remember coming. I would, I'd just finished in the quarter that's and right. that's where I was working and I came and I had the interview with you and you were like, yeah, yeah, you'll come and fit in, it'll be great, it'll be great. And I came into the kitchen and I was like, whoa, this is full of <laughs> like lads with beards and tattoos and I was just young. There's one place I completely got, talking about getting treated yeah. equal, I think I was treated more of one of the lads than yeah, anything else. So I worked for you for a few years and that's where we met, yeah?
1: Yeah, so okay, and then there uh, you go and now you're... Yeah.
0: No, I'm, I'm, I'm marrying him. Not Matt Farrell. I'm marrying <laughs> oh Nick goodness. Thomas, just for the record.
1: Well, right, well, yeah, well, I'm sure it'd be. I think it was best that it was moved, you know, so you can have a proper,
0: Exactly. like you
1: say, Italian culture, kind of social distancing wedding day, Can you but,
0: imagine? Nah, I know. At
1: the no end way. of the day,
0: people are like, you know, you've handled it so well, it's so sad. And the point is, how can you miss something you've never had? How can I miss a wedding day that I never had? And there's bigger things going on than my wedding day. You know what I mean? How selfish of me to be like, I'm devastated, it's not the end of the world, he's yeah. not left me. <laughs> I'm healthy. He's healthy, we're safe, our families are safe. Of
1: course. And that's the most important thing. Hopefully uh, everyone can remember that and yeah. you know it is. But you know. Throwing it eat out to help out, and might <laughs> in the middle of August probably throws everyone off a little bit.
0: I'm hoping in September they say eat home, stay home.
1: <laughs> well, I don't need the phone hasn't stopped, has it? Here. People, I know. people must think you're open today. I know. They've seen me
0: and Matt sat at the table.
1: <laughs> just ra- You'd have been rammed we're already. shut it down. <laughs> well, anyway, look, thanks for your time and thank you for having me. You. It's been great. Thanks very much. Such a lively and upbeat character, Gabby, Anna, and. I yeah, just wish all the success in the world with a, a new project and possible career path there. Um, Oh, and of course a marriage. So if you want to catch up with all of Gabby's goings on, then please go to her Instagram or YouTube channel and subscribe and on Gabriella's kitchen has some fantastic recipes on there. Um, which is just great to do at home. And as we said in the, in the episode, um, It can be great for all the family and you know exactly what's going on your food. Yeah, just to just great. So life is about collaboration. I also want to get a quick shout out to uh, Ellis and Liam, who are on episode eight in the first season uh, talking. Obviously, they're going to open their new restaurant, Lairpool in Liverpool, which I'm pleased to say is actually opening uh, very soon. And their bookings are now live on their website. So please go and book as bookings are filling up fast and I made up for them so is just great to hear some positive news coming through and finally you might have noticed that I have some new theme music so we're talking about collaboration and finally you might have noticed that my intro music is different um, and this is a track called In My Mind by Killer Crabman we talk about lockdown projects this is something that was started in in lockdown, producing tracks. A friend of mine who lives in New York now, big link to Liverpool. Um, and the singers on it are Icelandic, Christian Steingrims, Dugtia. I hope I said that right. And considering I have a, a daughter who has an Icelandic name, um, I, I I hope that's close. <laughs> um, so apologies if it's not. And Jay Lyons, who's the rapper who you're gonna hear now, um as you hear the end of the track on the outro. So look forward to speaking to you next week and hope you've enjoyed the episode. Misreach, but missing sounds boom out from caves of lost potential. The map is nowhere to be found except from a memory. Get me a pencil. Keeping her close and gentle, laying in bed and rest your head still. Shall we just find a light or try to be nice and experimental?